Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time that you receive this or that you listen to this. Happy New Year. This is Brandy Callier and I bring to you greetings and positivity and prayers of conquering and winning all your goals and battles from the prophetic caring. And today, you know, whatever's troubling you, I pray that you are set free and delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. And happy new year once again. Happy birthday to all the January babies. I pray that your spirit man is healthy and that you're going through a time of jubilee personally. Also, too, I wanted to say today is uh, the day of the epiphany on the church's calendar. So those who celebrate happy epiphany, Epiph- the epiphany um, derives from Matthew 2. 1 through 12, when the Magi, the three kings, because some of you call today Three Kings Day. Um, Also, too, happy Three Kings Day to you all. Usually comes about around roughly 12 days after Christmas or or more. Uh, I have to go back and go into my calendars and my times to get those right. Um, It comes from out of Matthew 2, 1 through 12. Where the three kings have um come to visit the baby Jesus in the manger, and King Herod wanted to find out where he was. Just to summarize or capsulize the um, scripture, if you take time to read it for yourself, um, I have been through so many journeys and adventures that it made more sense to start a recording or start a session. With you guys on the day of the epiphany now epiphany not only is it a, a special day on the church's calendar it's also a supernatural manifestation uh it's also a time of revelation or insight this is what the word epiphany means so with that being said i have to talk to all the prophets prophetic people seasoned trained afraid to admit it going through this scary phase of your gifting what is your epiphany profit for 2019 i have to give a self-testimony here because i feel like if i don't i'd be a hypocrite i had to get unchurched my epiphany was all the things that have been clogging my spirit that i learned from church God is not even worried about. Um, I literally went through a phase where I read um, this book. If I suggested to all merging prophets, seasoned prophets who've never heard of these people, um, it's called Pigs in the Parlor by Frank Hammond. Frank and Ida Hammond. These people have long gone to glory. This was the quintessential beginner's book for the deliverance ministry and de- in demonology theology and it came all before apostle eckhart and a few others excuse me and a few others that were um in the deliverance ministry or in the prophetic at one point in time you would say if you're a prophet or you're a prophetic Deliverance came with the gift. Nowadays, you're seeing more prophets that want to preach prosperity and be more like uh, another old school guy. Look it up, uh, Reverend Ike. 
where you speak it, it comes to pass, and it's light, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're speaking light to a dark place, and it needs deliverance, and it needs the blood of Jesus, and it needs Christ, you have failed. Um, some people are walking, are walking petri dishes for demonic activity because what they think is their personality, what they think is their habits, is really of the devil. And um, one of the things I have to give out a testimony, a small one, there are areas that I was given that God had to like break me out of and break me off on. And in 2018, that I just, you know, 2019, I had to share denomination. It is man-made and is a waste of time. And what God showed me in the spirit room was that each denomination has a set type of demon that that house struggles with. And that it is the work of Satan that does this. They have generals, they have princes and all types of soldiers and imps going through these denominations to purposely keep the separation in the church, which is causing the church to tear up and to get weak and to be of a great compromise. And he further had me look, take a close look at denominations. And he guy had me on a search for a couple of months. This is why y'all haven't heard from me. Despite of, all the six months, um, I lost my grandmother. That was one reason, but, and I was dealing with that in family trials and the level of attack that I was under. I had to get over me to get to this point. It felt like I wasn't worthy enough to do this, but God will put you in a place where it's not about how you feel, but it's about what he sees in you. And that's what I was saying about denomination. Mm. It, it, literally blew my mind when I studied and I was reading and God asked me to look for any of the denominations that you see in the Bible. And I couldn't find not a one in the closest reference I had was like John the Baptist, because you know, there's the Baptist church. And he says, there are some hangups and associations that is claiming my name that have nothing to do with me and they're ruining and monetizing my ministry on a level I never told them to. I had bishops, apostles, prophets, and pastors and evangelists go around here and never had to pay a fee, never had to pay for ordination, never had to pay any of these things that the average person don't know about these associations that's making up these rules that's to get more money in their pockets and not to save the souls. This is not my desire. He's literally was telling me how denominations has turned his ministry into a business and less like, um, less like a ministry. This was hard to deal with as I have a lot of friends who are in a lot of different denominations. And he said, I prefer you to be in a church that does not claim a denomination because that is how I ran the church because this is how the early churches were before they tried to put in their own spin to it. And I went through a lot of history, a lot of reading, which I at a later date will go through for thoroughly with the in case study, but to keeping up time, I want to, um, I wanted to express how he let me know denomination is not of him. 
It may have been inspired by me, but it was conspired by the enemy. Know this. It may have been inspired by me, but was conspired by the enemy because I never meant for my churches to be so compartmentalized. Hear this. To be so compartmentalized and spread apart to the point where you could have four churches on the same strip and nobody know each other. Four churches on the same strip and they're not all out together trying to win souls. But it's more about a popularity contest to see who can they could get in to pay the church's bills through tithes and offering. Tithes and offering, that is a whole nother subject that he also blessed me on. But profit, just know this, that yes, tithes and offering is very much important. Giving is important. But giving is not just about giving in the church. There are semi communities and things. And committees, excuse me. Excuse me, and charities that need our help as saints. And me personally, I have two that I give to. One of them being Autism Speaks, because my only child has a form of autism, and the Federation for the Blind, because I learned that the visually impaired have it so bad in the United States and the handicapped. But that's. I don't want to get too far off, but I'll just tell this quick, 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 and then I'll get back. Um, I learned by reading in Congress and, and reading about other things about disability um, acts and disability uh, rights, people, the rights of the disabled. The disabled get treated so poorly because of something they can't help, being blind, being deaf, being autistic, that businesses are that hire them, not only do they get, you know, a little tax break money here, but they also have the right not to pay these people the right amount. If you had a $15 an hour job, and let's say, uh, we'll say for namesake, a guy named Timmy gets hired. Well, Timmy uh, may have mental retardation or Timmy may be blind. Well, Timmy won't get $15 an hour. Timmy might get nine for the same job. Six for the same job. And it's legal in this country. So I implore you to help out those who are outside of your circle because you think you have it bad, but there's others who have had it worse. The unemployment rate amongst the visually impaired is like between 70 and 80% in some states. And these are people who have great education and whatnot, but because of what they are, what they could visibly see is their affliction. They're being discriminated against. And it goes with autistic people and their families. And I have had great amounts of prejudice in my everyday life and my family. My re- I, they're my relatives. My family's my husband and my daughter. I have to keep reminding myself that my relatives, even churches, people who thought my child was demon possessed, people who thought I was not a good parent and had no clue about what autism was, thought I was making it up, thought I was lazy. I have been through the fire. That's why I can honestly tell you that I understand for some of those who have special needs children and have a calling, they're like, God, are you serious? Trust me, I've been there. 
um, the back to denomination and ordination was the other, was the other thing. Ordination, I looked and I looked for ordination and I also looked for positions, meaning offices, uh, deacon, bishop, pastor, evangelist, prophet, apostle, bishop, overseer, that site. Those are the only positions and not once did I ever look. Another thing God had me look for was the ceremonies. I've been to a couple of ordinations and I was like, well, where is this in the Bible? And they derive some things from Leviticus and Deuteronomy to put together a type of service to signify their office. And I said, okay, God, I understand you spiritual elevation, but help me out with this. Because there's, there's so many people that has been ordained that have filled the office. What are the requirements? Because like you read the New Testament, you read the requirements of a deacon, the requirements of a bishop or a pastor. And those are the very areas that these people are weak in, and yet they're still getting ordained. You beat your wife, but you're still able to be a pastor. You're an alcoholic, but you're still be able to be a pastor. You, and this is going to tie into my next subject, next part of it, lack of self-deliverance. You don't have no type of self-deliverance or maturity in the Lord. And you have no discernment because you don't deal with the demons, the practices, the ungodly habits that you have. And you want a pulpit and you want a platform. And then you want people to listen and respect you because of the simple fact you have this or you've paid your money for the membership is what I like to call it. So that people can understand you better. And the problem is with that, that's not of God. That's not of God at all. You must go through self-deliverance. I have been through it several times myself. I still struggle. I'd be a liar to say that I'm not going into battle and struggle now. Even in this time in my current epiphany stage, I'm seeing some things about myself that I don't like, but I'm also seeing some things that I allow to enter my life through compromise because I didn't know God on the level that I needed to, to get there. Being said that there's demons in high places. I've watched services and I, 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 I cringe. I've been in these places and it was like, God, do they know you? Do they know that they put the Jezebel in office, male or female? It doesn't have to be a female. Jezebel doesn't always have to be a female. Do they know that they have an Ahab over the choir? They anointed their heads with oil for what? If they're not delivered. If they don't walk in deliverance, if they don't know you for themselves, there is a rash of hollow and insecure pastors, preachers, leaders, and even ministries that are out here making hollow and shallow people to ruin the kingdom. And the hollow and the shallow, they're in their families, they're in every place, even in our presidency. We have someone who is hollow, shallow, and insecure that is about to lead us into a great, great conundrum. Nothing like the likes of anyone have seen all because he thought his money entitled him places that God didn't give him. And that has stripped over into the church. Another thing was um, as far as compromise. 
there is so much compromise in the church that it grieves the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit can't do his job because of protocol and doctrinal protocol, it behooves God to try to trust you with anything else because his Holy Spirit is the best teacher. That's not saying you don't never need to go to school or learn. But if you're going to be, if you're going to be a prophet, if you're going to be a writer, a scribe, a singer, um, anything that God calls you about, and I'll do a series about the jobs that I've learned that are prophetic and is not just always standing on, on, on the front with a mic in the hand. There's so many people and so many, so much tapestry to the prophetic that does not get a light because people only deal with what's in front of what they can see right now. There's somebody praying for you in another country that don't know you because there's prophetic intercessors that pray for the world that pray for your situation that don't know your name and don't care. But they are in charge of you and your region, whatever you're suffering with. And you need to understand that this is how God works, not in the small things. Although small things you could see God too, but he does vast things very big. And he's bigger than your current situation. He's bigger than your toothache. He's bigger than the bills you are behind. He is bigger than what you see in front of you. And the problem is, is the fact that the church and a lot of churches only try to deal what's in front of you and say and try to stretch it into a bigger situation. And that's deception. I yeah, that those were the things that were my epiphany was denomination, ordination, demons in high places, compromising the church and a lack of self-deliverance, which is huge because I've walked in the churches and have to walk back out. I've had a season where it was just me and God. My husband looked at me crazy. I said, I cannot walk into none of these churches because they all are out of order spiritually. They look like a business with the car wash anointing and they are they were out of order spiritually. And it, it, it behooved me to try to even put my money into a place that God ain't in. Be careful where you part your seeds because your seeds are important if you put in the seeds into chaos it will breed chaos into your life be careful where you plant your seeds financially your seeds in your time because what you may reap later you may not have intended for it to be reaped in your life but you were attached to something that you didn't have the spiritual fortitude to understand that it was of the devil you have to be careful even right now, I know some of you can relate to Matthew 2, 1 through 12. And, I, and I'm trying to not make this long-winded, but it's been a while since I've been on here. But some of you are in your manger right now. Like for me, I had to go back to my manger. It wasn't by choice. It was by design. God had me come back to a place where I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And then I was dragging my husband and my daughter with me. This is this is where I wanted to talk to you. Those who are in their mangers and King Herod is walking around trying to destroy you. But there are three kings. There are three magis. There are three people who will come and grant you the gifts and won't rat you out. 
I'm here to tell you now, don't worry about King Herod. King Herod never touches you, according to the scriptures. <laughs> While you're going through your procedure, your deliverance, and you're getting out phase, and you're going back to your manger, I had to get delivered from so much, and I cried daily because it wasn't so much the stuff that I did. It was the stuff that I was victim to by others that allowed for demons a lot of traumas in my life that allowed for demons to enter in and to mess with my life mess with my stuff and a lot of people who felt like they had the the right to have that much control not only over me but over my life over my mind and over my gifts and had no clue what my gifts are that i i had to break the hold in this season of my life i have to learn that just because some people are related to you, that does not necessarily mean that they love you. It was a hard place. It was a hard pill to swallow. But there's some people who say, I love you when they really mean I tolerate you. And I really don't like you because of the gifts that you have. And they can't tell you that that because that's what cowards do. I have a lot of people that have gone behind my back that have done some horrible things. Because I lived... In the sea or a valley of cowards. And God is releasing me from that. God had to release me from a lot of things. That had to do with the traumas in family. If anybody who's going through any type of domestic trauma. Mental trauma that had to do with your family. Know that God will get you out. Know that you need to pray. You need to fast. You need to go through deliverance. And you need to go through self-deliverance. Do not let people tell you that, oh, it, it it's only a Sunday thing and you lay on the altar. Because there are some people that aren't equipped to handle the demons that you have to deal with. Because a lot of these churches are not teaching and preaching deliverance and how to be a deliverance worker. They're more teaching you how to move the crowd. <coughs> Excuse me. They're more teaching you how to move the crowd. And how to be um how to be popular and not how to be seen. And um sorry I had to take a pause because there was a, a call I had to take, forgive me. But there's a need for deliverance in this area. There's a need for people to understand that the the phase that you are in is not over. God is going to see you through. God is going to elevate you. You have to have faith and let the process happen. It's going to hurt. It's going to seem like it's unfair that you're going through all this. But I guarantee you, what when you're done and on the other side of this, you will feel so much better, so much greater, so much wiser. And um, I wanted to make things light and small, so I'm done Uh the prophetic cavern for today i wanted to let you know this was sponsored by my book no i'm just protected and i've gotten justice and if you like what you hear or you want some ideas or you want to have questions um my email is lady soulstar at aol.com and the spell l-a-d-a-y-s-o-u-l-s-t-a-r at aol.com and if you want to give I also have a cash app, which is dollar sign B Collier 23 at cash app. We will be um, having sessions on Tuesdays and Thursdays starting 
next week. And I thank you. And I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. And we honor you. And I hope everything was a blessing today. And give those who heard this and who needed to hear this a jump. In Jesus' name, amen.